trashy, trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica. And I'm your host. My name is Cassandra, and I'm your other host. You know what's really weird about what we were just talking about? Uh, My upstairs neighbors, man, they just, they stay vacuuming, (laughs) and they vacuum every day. And it's funny, because I don't think that they have pets. And I say all the time to my husband, he's like, you know, we have a dog. We've we've been having dogs. Sure. We should be vacuuming every day. And, but we don't, because who Mm -hmm. does? And I'll tell you who. It's my upstairs neighbors. (laughs) My goodness. Every day. Are you sure they're not just a serial killer and they're having to clean up their crimes all the time? No, because they ha- they make a variety of noises. Killing, the cleaning up. <laughs> Can you clean up a crime scene with a vacuum though? Like well, unless you like think about your hair particles, like if you're not wearing the proper footing and hairnets. See what came to my mind <laughs> is that <laughs> imagine myself stabbing someone who's also holding a bag of oatmeal. And you're like, fuck, I stabbed them, but I clipped the bag of oatmeal. And now there's oatmeal everywhere. <laughs> that was the way I could justify <laughs> killing someone and needing a vacuum is just, oh, well, because they were holding a bag of dry oatmeal. <laughs> the messiest thing ever, of course. We inherited, and inherit, we were given a one of those robotic vacuums last year. No, we had one of those too. Year, no, like 2020 or something. It was very early. And Did we I give him, you mine? No, I gave no. mine to someone else. Yeah. I think I asked for it, but it was already given. Um, she was already taken. But, I, but you know, Taylor yeah. has one, so I have yeah. one. Well, we, we named him Martin, and sometimes sure. we, we let Martin – you know, mo- we try to do it most days. But the problem is some of our furniture is just a scotch too short, and Martin uh-huh. gets stuck because Martin's not very smart. No. And then Martin makes all these sounds. I don't like running it if we're not in the room because he gets stuck all the time and the engine or battery's going to burn up. And Winston's like, we got to run it every day. We got kids. That's how Winston mm-hmm. sounds to me when he talks about the vacuum cleaner. That's how he sounds to me, too. I think that's just how Winston talks. That was like a really good impression. Thank you so much. Yeah. Winston. I'm Winston. The vacuum. We got to run Martin. Yeah. <laughs> but I hate it because it gets stuck. <laughs> And then this man, who's always like, we got to clean up. He can't not leave a cord on the ground to save his fucking life. It's always the ones who want to run it the most. Oh, let's run it. Let's run it. Like, all the cords on all the ground. All the phone cords are on the ground. And Martin and chews that think up. It's funny. He's I gonna just choke think on it's it. so funny. It's, isn't that funny? Yeah. Ours is named Roomba, but <laughs> it's not. That's his slave name, Cassandra. (laughs) (laughs) Your name is Ruth. I'm not going to quote. I'm not going to quote Roots. Uh, We are trashy. (laughs) What? Don't don't walk me into that. No, it's yeah. I guess it is kind of because like the brand is not Roomba. It's like some off brand, but we just call it Roomba. So shame on me. Hey, white trash. (laughs) Yeah. So you know me, absolute menace in the car. I'm I'm a safety person. I like to buckle up. I like for you to be buckled up. If your headlights aren't on, I'm going to let you know. Be sure. Flashing a light at you, pulling up next to the red light and frantically gesturing. People don't put their fucking lights on. It drives me nuts. But I'm a menace in the car. But what I do notice is the most dangerous thing I do, the most dangerous animal of them all, me. Sure. I have so many amazing lights in my house. 
right? I, I've got microscopic, like film quality lights in this home, but there is no place you have better. Microscopic lights? Is that what you're trying to say for a second? I don't know. I have really good ones. I'm not sure. You know know what microscopic means, huh? Is it teeny tiny? Really teeny tiny, like you can't even see it. I got microscopic lights everywhere in this home. You can't even see them. Sure. No, I just, I have really good lighting, but the best lighting in the entire universe is at a stoplight. Never has something been more illuminated than at a stoplight. And what do I do? Whip out the tiny pair of tweezers I keep in my purse and inspect that chin for any stragglers. I'm at every red light in Los Angeles picking at my chin hair or my upper lip or, oh, there's a stray eyebrow. Can't see it in my home. I look for them every day. I feel for them. Somehow, when I stop my vehicle at a red light, that's when they grow all of a sudden. And I'm out here tweezers in the car. I got my car pair. I got my pair in my purse getting those fucking hairs. So the car's next. Oh my God. Thank goodness for that bearded lady right there. She told us that our lights weren't on. I didn't even realize it. Daylight savings. Am I right? <laughs> Just me going, oh God, this is really big. How am I going to get that one? Like, what is that witch in the car next to us saying? There's, there's a face. The one picking at her face? There's a face you make when you are picking at hairs. That is unlike- That is an inside face, that is That is not a public-facing face. That is for- That's in the home, in the privacy home. <laughs> you could yeah. probably set a, like a ring light to stoplight. Now, that's a billion-dollar idea. If you yeah. can set a ring light setting- to what it looks like when you are stopped at a red light. <laughs> then, yeah, we'd, we'd be billionaires. Let's get on that. Actually, let's stop the podcast right now and get on that. But before before we fully stop, Cassandra, why are you trash? I'm so annoying. Yes. No. Oh, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I'm so annoying, girl. I'm getting worse. I am just – if you talk to me about anything – I'm because I can hear it coming out of my mouth now, so I know I'm getting annoying. Of like, someone will be like, or we we're talking about the the SAG uh, AFTRA deal, and you know whether I should vote yes or no on it. And, right, 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 right. And I'm like, God, I wish that like you know our government could do something about AI. You know, all these other countries, like their government is stepping in, but no, the U.S. government, like they're, you know, I think gun control is a perfect example of the fact that if you have enough money, you can you're allowed to do the bad thing that you want to do in the United States and. And I just like, and I'm like, that's just one more point into moving to Europe. And I'm becoming, like, if you were to stop me on the street and go, ma'am, would you ever consider moving to Europe? I'd be like, buckle up. And I would just like list every reason as to why. And like, I get jealous of the people who I know who are moving to Europe for different reasons. And like, all I do is just complain and complain. And what's interesting about that is that I've been to Europe before for weeks at a time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And guess what is coming around two weeks? God, I just want to be home. I want to go home. <laughs> I want to go home. Uh, 
I don't know where to shop for things. Where's the Target? What's a pennies? <laughs> yeah. What kind? Like, I can't carry around all these coins. What am I? Some <laughs> king in the 16th century? Like, my I need gosh. a ballet. I need a gentleman just to carry my coins in my purse. It's, oh my god! Like just, yeah. I, I want to get into a yeah. car. I don't yeah. want to drive. Anyways, well, but I know, but I, I'm just like so obnoxious because I'm not kidding. Like all I, all I talk all about, I, talk, I gotta yeah. get out of this country. I gotta move. I can't. Yeah. Like, I, I, there's no future here. I can't yeah. deal with this. Like, and then yeah, I like I, I have an there's idea. There's not one country that makes sense to me. I have an idea and a way for us to do this. What? Where we make money, a lot of money. We. Pretend that we're a couple and do the thing from the next story for the first story. Oh, I well, fucked it up. You say it. Well, okay. It's a two-part plan. First of all, we take the job from the next from our first story. Mm-hmm. Second plan is we start a USA bar in somewhere in Europe, like France or something cool. Like, but it's it's a full trashy dive but like what they think america is so that wasn't just a segue to the first story you really had a plan i really yes like we we opened just like a usa dive bar and it's just like we've got like you know mo in the corner larry by the jukebox like it's like we also hire actors it's like um what are those restaurants where they hire the actors and they're like mean to you or they're like funny? Oh, like a Dick's Last Resort. It's like a Dick's Last Resort, but it's a USA bar and it's everyone you would meet in like your hometown dive bar kind of thing. So you've got like the 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 veteran, the the old musician. You've you know what I mean? Like you've got all the players. You've got Wanda that's got her baby in the car, and you're like, if Wanda, Billy Joel is singing about it in Piano Man. That's who we are hiring to be in the bar. And then yeah. these European thespians get their you know their flex on with like, uh, who is my role today? Uh, okay, let me channel. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I've prepared for this my entire life. I studied at Oxford. And then they just, you know, I don't think Oxford has a drama program. But, like, then then they get to be these dive bar characters. But yeah. but the way we get our seed money is from taking the job in the first story. So. There is a Canada-themed bar in Paris. I just wanted to say that. And right? I, I've been these... there multiple times. Yeah. But they don't have the actor element. That's our That's our edge is the – Who's populating the bar? And then when Americans come in, they're like, God, I've been here for two and a half weeks and I just, I miss a taste of home. It do be like that. Cause I, we end up finding our like, oh my God, like, let's just, here's an Irish pub or a Scottish pub. Cause worst, we're just like. Worst mistake I made in Ireland was ordering nachos. You get a good nacho in that continent, I blow their fucking minds. That makes sense. What the <laughs> why fuck? That you should have used that for why you were trash someday. Like. Are you joking? Like, you know, after just having so many good posts and or pubs and and roast and and uh, I just was like, I want a goddamn nacho. It was our last night. I wanted a nacho. Oh my god, nachos before a flight? I wouldn't even do that in in the United States. You're crazy. Okay, well, Well, yes, our first story. We so simply first- can't get into what you inevitably <laughs> you're you're the person from that Delta flight. That's remember that Delta flight who like had to clear out because of diarrhea? <laughs> that was because someone had nachos before a flight. 
in an Irish jar. It was like a Christmas tree bar. It's Christmas all the time. It's really fun. Anyway, from TravelPirates.com, our first story a is- Christmas tree bar that sold nachos? That's not even a Christmas made. food. Mistakes were made. What the fuck? <laughs> what kind of weird fucking black hole paradox were you- <laughs> We can't get into it. We can't get into it. Can't we can't get, get into our first story. So Christmas nachos. <laughs> These- <laughs> That sounds like a really sad Hallmark movie or like song, like a new song, like Christmas nachos and it's Christmas shoes, but for nachos. What? Christmas shoes. Do you not know Christmas shoes? No, I don't know Christmas shoes. Cassandra. Okay. No, no, this is a song. This is the most obscure shit. No, no. This is, okay. Christmas shoes. I'm looking it up. It is the saddest Christmas song. It's Christmas shoes by yeah. It's a oh, it's like a newish song. It's like yeah, it's a newish song, but it is. Uh, I mean, we have to get. It's, it's almost like one of the Christmas worst Christmas time. songs. There I stood in another line, trying to buy that last gift or two. Not really in a Christmas mood. This one standing right in front of me was a little boy waiting anxiously, pacing around like little boys do. In his hand, he held a pair of shoes. So this poor boy needs. A pair of shoes because his mother – so this guy that's like checking out and shopping, the narrator of the song is like, I'm not in the Christmas mood. He sees this little boy, wants to buy a pair of shoes for his terminally ill mother. And the boy tells the cashier he wants her to be beautiful before she meets Jesus. Short on money, the little boy is because he's about to be an orphan. The narrator wow. of the song buys the shoes which reminds him of the true meaning of Christmas. But Christmas nachos <laughs> will be more upbeat, maybe. <laughs> to get in our first story. <laughs> I can't believe you've never heard Christmas shoes. <laughs> I'm glad I haven't. True, I intend fair. to continue not in the same way that I will never eat Christmas-themed nachos That's fair. in Ireland. Well... All right, so this job posting comes to us, and and listen, I have a question: Is this just a billionaire trying to hunt people? We'll see. So it's an unprecedented opportunity. Yes. Yeah, absolutely, right? This is most dangerous game for sure. But for sure, much. this opportunity has arisen. So a mysterious billionaire philanthropist—that just a mysterious billionaire philanthropist—is people hunter. <laughs> yeah <laughs> equals people hunter is mysterious billionaire he's he's either trying to buy your panties or he's trying to kill you or sometimes sport. both <laughs> will he's you like hand deliver them and then someone <laughs> opens the door in a crossbow and you're like yeah, yeah you're, you're rich you're, you're curried by a private jet to bring your they panties to him i'm gonna he's like, find you no, i'll nope, tell you what nope nope you he's went like, missing bring all of your things with you <laughs> So <laughs> this billionaire, a mysterious billionaire philanthropist, he's offering a unique experience on a remote island, offering an annual salary of $185,000 to a courageous couple ready to take on the challenge of a lifetime. So this man placed it through the Fairfax and Kensington Agency. He's looking for people to live on his private island 
in the British Virgin Islands. Is that what makes him a philanthropist? I just had to Google that really fast to make sure I was remembering. Like someone that donates to charity and like A person who seeks to promote the welfare of others, especially by the generous donation of money to good causes. Mm -hmm. So is he saying, well, yes, I'm a philanthropist because I own a private island and I'm willing to pay people to live there? I think that's separate. Like he he's he's like opening children's hospitals. I hope that's what all billionaires should be doing, not like buying mega yachts. But I think well, that's the taxes. But the taxes, you know. But um, yeah. So he wants people to manage this island. So you would help with the promotion. So encouraging yeah, the development of TikTok couples. He wants TikTok couples that will encourage like luxury tourism, high pro- value property management is essential, etc. So. You'll be overseeing the facilities in the outdoor areas, making sure they maintain high standards. You know, overseeing cleaning, catering, concierge service, etc., and then making social media content for them. You know, in the Twilight movies, which I've never seen. Okay, well, you probably know this concept. (laughs) I think they do. Maybe do it in what we do in the shadows. Maybe where like, oh, they all these guys all live here. All these Mm -hmm. vampires live here in this historic building. And then tourists come to tour the building and the human that works for said vampire Mm -hmm. brings the tourists to then get killed. And I yeah, they're familiar. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're just. So I think to myself when I watch this, because this happens in Twilight, I'm like, how does anyone even know to go tour that building? Like, if there's not leaving anyone alive to leave a Yelp review. <laughs> Before you get your blood sucked, can you log on to your Google account, leave us a, a Google review and a Yelp? <laughs> yeah, like, you have no one, does no one notice that no one comes out of that, of those tours? And yeah. so, what if this is happening is billionaire philanthropist Mm -hmm. is yeah i mean for sure again like i said it it feels like it's most dangerous game but if it's not most dangerous game is he perhaps a vampire because either way right none of this totally like it's one thing to like be like oh i'm gonna buy this island and i'm gonna make it a tourist destination i should probably hire some professional like tourism people but this Mm -hmm. is like no i need someone who's going to be able to do this and also do the social media for this and make this seem yeah like chill and i'd like to remain anonymous because uh, i don't like to walk around without my (laughs) penis hanging out so hashtag barefoot luxury bvi and hashtag fair facts and kensington include those hashtags in your video and then you can email those to cv at fairfaxandkensington.com. So make a TikTok video, two minutes. That's your CV. That's that's your application. So let's let's go get it. And then we can open our USA bar. Speaking of USA. Oh, our our first couple, our America's couple. From people.com, Taylor Swift's fans are quote fully on board with Travis Kelsey after resurfacing the NFL stars wholesome old tweets. It's not very often that your old tweets get, you get resurfaced and that goes well for you. <laughs> so normally we, it's like, oh, oh, you guys remember the little kid from Christmas shoes? We found his old tweets. He's a Nazi. 
I know. There's it's nothing so about these tweets that he has to like apologize. Say. It was a different time. <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> they have to understand that that was funny back yeah. then. God. No. So, I mean, listen, I, I've never been a Swifty, but the way she's getting dicked down by this man is making me like her. 10 times more. I feel like she's been cooler lately. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm never I I don't dislike her music. I uh I don't have any bracelets from the Eras tour. You know, I right. I like yeah. to ride the line. Um <laughs> but I do find their relationship. He's he's on the Kansas City Chiefs mm-hmm. and she is of course Taylor Swift. And this is a very big relationship every people can't like it was a big announcement when she said that he's for sure her boyfriend she goes to all the games he went to Uh, one of her concerts in south america and she changed the lyrics to karma karma is my boyfriend is well it goes and she goes karma is a guy on the chiefs and And, then everyone was like "Ah!" as if this was like news but anyways (laughs) I'm like, yeah, right? Yeah, good, right? But people were like having the reactions like, it's a visual. Like, and I was like, oh, okay. There's like, there's like Swift, Swift Kelsey watch, like at the bottom of all like CNN. It's just like a constant ticker for like Travis Kelsey like, and Taylor Swift news. Like it's, she bought like, all that like, 9-11. <laughs> she bought all that Kansas City Chiefs shit. Like, of course she's yeah. his girlfriend. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So uh, here's a post from Travis Kelsey on X, aka Twitter, from April 14th, 2011. <laughs> I just gave a squirrel, spelled wrong, a piece, spelled wrong, of bread, and it straight smashed all of it. Exclamation points. I had no idea they ate bread like that. Ha ha. Hashtag crazy. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the man's been hit in the head since 2009 professionally. He's 34, so he's a year older than me. So he was 22 when he wrote that tweet. I love it. I think it's he's out here giving bread to squirrels. This man's a philanthropist. He's in college at this May 19th, 2011. <laughs> I hate it when the hashtag Chipotle line is damn near to the door. Dot dot dot. Shaking my head. <laughs> Just like I mean, that's what Twitter's right. for. Yeah, he's like chill. <laughs> just like seems sweet and nice. I just I like the vibe, you know. <laughs> he seems like a nice, a nice person. April twenty seventh, two thousand eleven. Went from class to therapy. Now I need some hashtag Chipotle, and then I'm off to check out my new apartment. But so like Chipotle he's been to therapy. <laughs> Well, okay, but who knows how to... Oh, and then this is in 2010. It said Chipotle for life. On one... I love him. I love him. <laughs> Just... But he never spells Chipotle right. It's... <laughs> it's nice. He's handsome, too. He seems nice. You know, this matters. is the power of, of good social media. And, and our next story is also about the power of good social media. From Reuters.com. Puking Bird wins New Zealand bird competition after John Oliver campaign. <laughs> so, the petty... Uh, 
Hold on, I can't remember how the name the birds pronounce. Pewdiepie. All right, hold on. right in, Let me, Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm not going down like this. We've you, we've been we've been burned too much before. We've been burned so many times. A oh, pronunciation. Okay, here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. Poo techie techie. Poo techie Yeah, that that sounds more like New Zealand. Poo techie techie. Yeah. yeah. The bird it grunts, pukes, growls, and has bizarre mating ritual, and it just won <laughs> New Zealand's Bird of the Century title in a competition. With the American British comedian John Oliver involved, bird of the year. No, it's bird of the century. It's it's every bird year, it's of bird of the century? century. Yes, it's called Wow, Bird of the Century 2023, which is their bird of the year competition. <laughs> Wait, okay, so, so yeah. they do this every year, but it's the bird of the cent. It's bird of the a bird yearly of the bird of the century. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not. I'm not gonna take the bait there. Nope, <laughs> nope, we can't. Yeah. So, uh, well, nachos in Ireland. <laughs> We're gonna live that down. What kind of even like cheese and chips do they have? Ugh, it was the horror. I can't. The cheese, fantastic. Not nacho cheese. I'm doing that. They much call right. Irish nachos the ones with tater tots, but I'm assuming yours came with chips. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <sighs> All right. But anyways, yeah. so anyway, so John Oliver <laughs> used his show last last week tonight. To campaign for said bird. And essentially, normally this campaign gets about 60,000 votes inside of New Zealand. But he launched a worldwide campaign. He went on Jimmy Fallon tonight to promote it and put in (laughs) campaign signatures in different capitals around the world, like Delhi, like India, Santiago, Chile, like all around the world. He was like, hey, vote for this bird. (laughs) (laughs) why not it crashed the verification system and approximately two so this year 350,000 verified votes from 195 countries there's only like 170 countries out there I'm just kidding that was a joke but yeah 195 countries (laughs) voted and it like delayed the results for two days because they were trying to make sure everything was verified and that bird it won it beat out the Kakapo Parrot, and the Kiwi. Damn, dude. Wow. By a landslide. By a landslide. Yeah. So anyway, I just, I like that John Oliver does a lot of social good, I feel. But mm-hmm. this one, he was like, fuck it. This bird has to win. <laughs> he's, a, he's a, it's kind of punk rock sometimes what he it's does. It's fun. It's fun. You know, speaking of punk rock, you know, sometimes you, you, you got to pivot and you got to just do the best you can with what you got and you got to do it, do it yourself, DIY it, you know, and that's leading into <laughs> our next story from NBCPhiladelphia.com. <laughs> Deer crash lands on pickup truck just as man is about to sell it. Okay. I didn't know what your segue was going on about. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you got to do it. You got to pivot. You got to do it yourself. It's like punk rock. It's like, oh, you know, no one's going to. There's nothing that happened that he did himself other than have to lower the price of this truck. He pivoted. (laughs) I've had nachos in Ireland, okay? Sometimes I'm not thinking great. (laughs) This guy was prepared to sell a 2007 Chevrolet Silverado in mint condition for $9,400. And right as the buyer pulled up into the driveway... 
if a deer crash landed into the pickup before running off. And he was like, I just couldn't believe it. You know, <laughs> you promise a guy that a truck is in immaculate condition. Deer comes out of nowhere and just caves it in. So he just sold it for 8500 Oh, Oh, speaking of the bowling ball neighbors, here's what <laughs> I think happened. This man put way too much. He said the truck was worth more than it needed. Then he realized, oh, the guy's actually coming. How am I going to explain this? He paid off a deer. Oh. I Yeah. I think the guy selling the truck and the deer are in on it together. But he was like, you got to do it. You can't come too early because then it's going to be there. You have to come in at just the right time. You know? I mean, the used car market is ridiculous. (laughs) I just, the video, it's like insane. It's like. You hear it. <laughs> so this crazy. is my like biggest. I've had to sell a couple cars in my life. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I make that decision to sell it, my because we live in L.A., mm-hmm. as soon as that decision is made, I'm like, <laughs> like I'm like someone is going to crash into this oh, truck yeah. or yeah. into my car, like for sure. It's going to happen because mm-hmm. think people get sideswiped all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, this I is feel, really my nightmare. This is like getting sick the minute your health insurance stops. <laughs> I'm watching the video now and like it's just this oh my god, like this dipshit deer literally like I say that because deer are rodents essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he flies, this is a huge driveway. This deer jumps over, clears a Pontiac and hatchback, like, like just leaps over it, and then crash lands like yeah. on its tummy into the cat, like to, into the back of this truck, <laughs> kicks the shit out of it, trying to get out, and then leaps out and then just keeps going. Like it, it. And the reason why we have it on film is there was a kid shooting hoops, and it's like a security camera. So it's like you're watching the kid play basketball, and all of a sudden the deer. It's it's insane. Yeah, yeah. It's it's truly. I mean, thank God they had footage. Otherwise, I'd have to be like, "Uh, hey man, the, the thing I said is uh, not real." Yeah, Erica. Yes. I want to take a break. Oh, I'm let's, so tired. You know what you get from signing up on Patreon and Spotify besides bonus content, besides episodes and recaps of The Golden Bachelor? You get ad-free episodes, and this is not an ad-free episode, so Erica, play another one. Erica, do you have any concerts coming up? Always. I'm a festival girly, you know. I have to get the VIP, though, because I I cannot go without an air-conditioned bathroom. Okay, well, my sweet angel, planning for faster and efficient hydration is also essential for festivals. And Liquid IV has you covered while you prep before, power through that headliner, and recover after the weekend. Hey, now don't count yourself out while you're drunk poolside all summer, Cass. Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water and with three times the electrolytes, than traditional sports drinks. I mean, we really have no excuses. Liquid IV is actually standard in my purse. It goes phone, wallet, keys, liquid IV. And with flavors like lemon lime, pastique, that's French for watermelon, and my favorite, strawberry lemonade, saying hydrated is easy peasy. Mama, I'm talking B3, I'm talking B5, I'm talking B6, and I'm screaming from the rooftops, B12. They've got all the Bs. 
And there's a little bit of vitamin C in there too, just for kicks. Oh, she's made from premium ingredients and is free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Oh, thank God. I'm vegan now. I don't know if I've talked about that yet. We know. We know. Okay. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TRASHY at checkout. That's 20% off of anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code TRASHY at liquidiv.com. Honestly, we're so trashy. We're hydrated. Wet trash. Do you need more trash in your life? I'd say better in my life than dumped in the ocean. Well, Trashy Trashy is now on Patreon. Oh, yay! We have ad-free episodes, bonus content, an exclusive RSS link, outtakes, photos, and more. And with tiers starting at only $1.99 a month, you'll be the trashiest person on your block. It's a great opportunity to show your support for this podcast and to skip hearing ads like this. So get on over to patreon.com slash trashy trashy podcast and start subscribing today. Again, that's patreon.com slash trashy trashy podcast and we'll see you behind the paywall. And we're back. Supporting the sponsor of this podcast supports the podcast itself. So thank you so much for your time and listening. So Cass, you know, sometimes we we search these stories. We, we They're sent in by listeners worldwide and we scour the internet. Some of them just don't have necessarily what it takes for like a full story. A lot of it's just in the headline. And some of it is just too much. Too Sometimes much for us to have cover. way too much juice. Too much juice. So this is a little segment we call We Cut That. And we cut that. From mediaite.com Mark Wayne Mullen reportedly fingered nostrils of colleagues and their spouses during visit to Israel. For those of you who are not sure who Mark Wayne Mullen is, he's a elected a elected official from Oklahoma serving in our nation's capitals who this week threatened a the te- the captain of the Teamsters in a physical <laughs> altercation while Bernie Sanders 99 and a half years old Bernie Sanders had to remind them, gentlemen, this is the nation's capital floor. <laughs> he said, you're a set. He literally was like, okay, so stand up and do it. He's like, do yeah, it. And do then it. He, he's a, a very tiny man who used to be an MMA fighter. But you oh, know what? We I mean, he like, no, he did like one, maybe one fight and like, guess what, what I'm training to be? An MMA fighter. Does that mean I am? You, fuck this guy. Mullen sucks so bad. Too much juice. We cut much, that. We just, we just can't get into all the Mullins. But you just putting your dirty fingers in someone's nose? I don't we know. We cut that. We got that. We can't get into it. <laughs> Are we? From Rolling Stone. From Rolling This one has a lot of juice. And it's because it's manufactured fake juice. So RollingStone.com says that. <laughs> Osama bin Laden's letter to America goes viral 21 years old later on TikTok. And the only videos and evidence of this supposed viral are like one thing and like one source. And like two people did it. And it's not going viral. It's but the 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 sensation around it is what's generated. It's A, it's dumb, it's stupid, and like we just it's not actual what's happening. It's all fear-mongering in a way, which we can't have that, but, you know, anyway, we cut it. We cut that. From ethics.house.gov, yes, the government ethics website, George Santos 
used campaign funds to pay for OnlyFans, Botox, Sephora. It is absolutely <laughs> crazy to me that George, like, is he's an elected official. Like, how does he still have a job? He's a representative in the state of, he's of New York. He's I thought he was Florida. Is he not? Yeah, it's, it's lunacy. So they're trying to expel him from Congress, right? But it's like, there's, there's a lot. And I just, you know, here's the thing. Somebody on Twitter, I wish I had their name, but they were like, guys, please be nice to George Santos. His mom's died like two or three times. This is like the second or third time his mom's died. It's like, it's like he's trying to turn in his homework late. And he's like, uh, my grandma died. And they're like, that's what you said last week. And he's like, my other grandma. <laughs> I mean, money. if you just look into anything, it, he's, oh, God, I, he is a, it's, I don't even know how to explain it. He doesn't seem like a real person, but like he is, it, and is he's also Nathan in Fielder? our Congress. Is this Nathan Fielder character? That's like gone on too <laughs> If you wrote it and gave it to me, I'd be like, are you in the place for notes? And then you say, yes, I'm in the place for notes. And I'd yeah. be like, honestly, I don't believe it. Like, cut this, cut this, cut this, it's cut too this. Much. Not yeah. one person could do be all of these things. So anyways, we had to he cut that. He bought a Hermes bag. <laughs> How, who even gives him campaign funds? Oh, it's all, there's all so much, there's so much dirtiness going on. It's just, mm. you know. Gun lobbyists. See, I this mean, is why I want to move. I don't, uh, I no. don't want to be against the gay agenda, but this guy is living some of the gay agenda. He is against the gay agenda. Oh, he's the biggest queen I've ever seen. We know that, but he also hates, uh, we can't I know, get into it. We can't it. get into it. We cut that. My God. From the independent.co. A woman who spent 15 years getting revenge on a, quote, rude stranger responds to backlash. This woman went viral when she used a fake Facebook account to send someone spoilers for his favorite TV shows for 15 years. He spit on her. And then she was like, okay. Didn't he spit on her friend? It wasn't even yeah, her. He was her friend. Yeah. He spit on her yeah. friend. And then she was like, she just like an old Irish witch just looked him in the eye and was like, you'll rue the day you ever spit on my friend. I will make this my mission to ruin your life. I, I'm honestly, the, the determination, the petting, everything about it, I aspire to be. I'm so proud of her. But the story's a bit dark in some ways. So we cut, we cut that. We cut that. From the NewYorkPost.com, quote, rogue daycare workers are busted for allegedly running a child fight ring okay you you hire an x-man to work at your daycare and then you're mad when the kids end up fighting rogues and oh X-Men. got it because of rogue yeah sorry the animated okay. the animated x-men from our childhood uh-huh wasn't that good of a joke but yeah uh we're not gonna get into a tiny fight ring these three and four year olds fighting each other at daycare hey erica what'd you do at daycare today I fucking slammed her to the ground. And then when yeah. I had her head in my armpit, I really gave her a noogie on top. I was hoping to hear like finger painting. <laughs> <laughs> we can't, we simply can't get into tiny child fight ring. <laughs> Although I do, it's kind of funny. It's we can't get into it. We, we cut that. Erica, I ha- are you ready? Are you ready to drop oh, this? I am. I'm sorry. Sorry for the foolishness, everyone. No, it's okay. Hey, look, from 
oh, sorry. Am I am I ready? Are you ready? <laughs> it's time for the dumpster fire of the week. Oh my god. These are seven Thanksgiving horror stories that will make you feel better about your own family's holidays. We got Thanksgiving next or this week. If you're listening to this on Monday, yeah, there's uh, on Thursday. If you celebrate, if you don't, that's all right. We're thankful for you, dear listener. Uh, Yes, absolutely. So number one, the time the family dog ruined dinner, this grandmother ran out of counter space. Things were kind of burning on top of the stove. She took out the turkey on the tray, looked around, put it on the ground for like three seconds, and her dog, who had been following her all day, like shit on the grandma's leg, floor, and turkey, all in one explosive <laughs> two-second blast of fiery diarrhea. I was expecting... <laughs> that took a turn. <laughs> I was a good turn. I was gonna eat it. She put the turkey on the ground for three seconds. I was thinking, oh, the dog's been following her all day. He wants a piece of that turkey, but it does say that she tossed him a turkey giblet earlier. And so yeah, that's when the dog just That's Whoa. That dog just got a uh, that's what we call an Irish nacho, is what the dog just did. That's really Yuck. <laughs> Another story, the turkey explosion. One Redditor's Redditor's brand new car was destroyed thanks to a holiday mishap. Raw turkey juice and shortstops don't quite go together. So, last night, my wife and I decided to do some last-minute shopping for Thanksgiving. Stupidly, I decided to take my car. Why is that dumb? Well, the one item... Why is your wife's car to get fucked up? Yeah. But okay. One item we bought was one of these pre-brined turkeys from Trader Joe's. Basically, it's a big old raw turkey floating in a bag with about half a gallon of briny salty turkey juice that sounds good so we get home cooked i go to get the grocery bags i noticed some shock that there is a fluid all over the trunk and i was like what i thought it was just the carbonated water bottle i'd bought which is filled right who knew so with horror i discovered that the turkey bag had ruptured and the trunk of the car was covered in about half a gallon of smelly sticky motherfucking raw turkey juice so in a panic i grabbed the shop vac vacuum and tried to vacuum up as much fluid as i could then i used several rolls of paper towels soaking it all up i wiped the surface for about 20 minutes with damp towels dried everything repeated the process several times unfortunately by then all the stores were closed and i had to make up for what i had on hand i spread baking powder and vacuum up a couple times as well well yeah that's it uh, basically, this guy's like, last time I'll do use my car for anything other than myself. What an asshole. This guy deserves it. <laughs> yeah, he looks I like his car exploded for some reason. No, I'm glad that he got turkey brined. Yeah. Uh, for you, man. You should have been brined. We've got another one called an unfortunate cleanup. Open the fridge to take the turkey out, only to be greeted by the horrible rancid smell. After panicking that we bought a rotten turkey and that we'd have to buy a new one, we turned to see that my friend's dog had taken a massive dump on the living room carpet a few feet away, and that that was the source of the smell. We'd have fed him some canned pumpkin with breakfast earlier, without realizing this would be a surefire way to induce doggy diarrhea. Ooh. At least the turkey was okay. We, personal story, um, I had an uncle deep fry a turkey one year, and um, it exploded. 
and got over fried. And so we had a lot of, we always have two turkeys because the family's so big on that side of the family, but mm -hmm. that, that we didn't have the deep fried turkey. That's for damn sure. Oh yeah. This next one looks like it was removed, so we'll skip that. <laughs> oh boy. So the next one, the grandmother's drunk faux pas. So, producer Kate Bell, her first Thanksgiving after her parents split, took a turn for the worse when her grandmother made a snide comment about her mother. Godmother. Yikes. Oh, her godmother. Mm -mm. Uh, for producer Kate Bell, the first Thanksgiving after her parents split, took a turn for the worse when her godmother made a snide comment about her mother. I was 13, and it was right after my parents had divorced. Thanksgiving and my dad and my new stepmoms. Ooh. They invited my drunk godmother, who said to my face... Thank God for you, Georgia, and the other woman was terrible. Georgia's my stepmom. I ran away while they were eating, and I spent the rest of the Thanksgiving crying in the bathroom. Sad. You know, here's you gotta you gotta really reel in the alcohol, especially if there's like a new divorce. <laughs> tongues tongues are flying. You know, our tongues are a sword. Time the time someone forgot about a rotting turkey. I have a big chest freezer in my basement. Last year, when turkeys were cheap for Thanksgiving, I put an extra one in there. A few weeks, I noticed a smell coming from the area. It turns out my cat or kid accidentally bumped into the freezer and unplugged it. Ooh. They got everything out and into the trash except the turkey. Because we live in the country and didn't want to put it out until right before the trash came so it wouldn't attract coyotes, they that's, skipped that's the legit. turkey. I've just, and then I just plain forgot about it. Yeah, she forgot about the turkey until yesterday when the smell had busted through the freezer and its putrid turkey juices had frozen solid to the floor of the freezer. Oh. They dumped hot water in there and it was a mistake. Yeah. It became a filth brew. Ooh. They huddled next to the meat sludge like with potpourri and a hairdryer. All it did was like just kind of cook the broth. I feel like this woman's trying to make it worse. <laughs> Like, here's the deal. You, you you ruined your freezer. Yeah. No, what you do is you put that out in the yard upside down and you just let it air out. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, so the turkey, brine. They bought rock salt, Obadan, Febreze trash bags, scented glade candles the next day. The smell was unbearable. But they had to, like, shovel into the icy broth. Shovel didn't work. The smell escalated. She had a terrible idea. Only the turkey wrapping was still stuck. So she cut away the plastic and freed the rotting bird from the frozen womb. It's the best I could do. Before she could talk herself out of it, she took a deep breath, punched her bare hands into the package, tugging on the foul carcass. Oh, my God. So she thought, I'd ripped it in half. The yellow, my hands were coated in a yellow mush my eyes were burning one final pull came loose i stuck the green yellow and purple lump of flesh in the bag and ran as fast as i could again this was smelling horrible still she says it's changing it changed her forever and the whole time she was a vegetarian Ugh. 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 yuck yuck also yeah it just sounds like Ugh, I don't even know. The cats got to it first. Yes, this is the last one. My sister showed up with four pumpkin pies 
Each pie had a cat footprint into it. I took one home and threw it away. I think we all did. Wow. That was all. The cats walked all over the pies. Oh. See, now that grosses me out a lot because I know cats also walk in, mm-hmm. you know, like litter. But I feel like someone with cats would think that that's charming. I, I, I feel like we secretly know they're filthy. I mean, we kiss them on the mouths, even though their little noses were just in the other cat's butt. But we know. We know what's happening, you know? I don't know. That's disgusting. I'm just trying to stick up for cat lovers. Even though we know they're gross, we would never. <laughs> we would never. Dogs. Sorry. I'm, not, I'm just trying to pretend like I was a cat lover. <laughs> we, did, we did recently. My, my one cat has a taste for human food. Like an aggressive taste, and will beg you for food. The other doesn't know what it is yet. Thank God. Uh huh. But I've taken to. I, I'm eating my meals much slower these days, and so I'll have you know some bites, and then I'll just get up, do something for a little bit, come back to it. More than one time, I have found half of my dinner on the floor from where my cat crawled up and knocked off the meat, and is just now on the floor eating it. And then I've I go, always known car- cats to be carb queens. I'm surprised that they're going for the meat. Carnivorous. This carnivorous little little monkey. Yeah. McCullough. He loves hey, it. He loves it. So I know what your cat is hoarding, but what about you? Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Um, I'm hoarding a new podcast. Listeners, listen up. This is from one of my dear friends. And one of the best people in the world, her name is Jenna Worthen, and she wrote a book last year. I hoarded it called Moms Who Work, and this week she launched the Moms Who Work podcast, and this is trying to reframe the thinking around the term working mother. We never hear the term working father, but I'm a mom who works. Like This is both identities and just really trying to level the playing field. It's really exciting. The first 10 to 13 episodes, she's essentially just going to be reading the book, like an audio book, essentially. And then she's going to have guests and have moms who work as, you know, interesting guests and and talk about their lives and their dilemmas and fun things. So the Moms Who Work podcast. So find it wherever you find your podcast and you can buy the book on Amazon or at any of your, you can have one of your local bookstores order it or go to momswhowork.com and check it out. So I'm hoarding the podcast. I'm very excited for her. And I love it already. So, yeah. What are you wanting? Great. Yeah. Wraps. <laughs> uh, Yum. Like, oh. Like food. Food wraps. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What kind? <laughs> oh, uh, I'm glad you asked. Um, any. <laughs> oh, any? <laughs> That's you- my favorite brand. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Mediterranean wrap today. Mm-hmm. It was like in like a spinach tortilla or something. I didn't Ooh, not yummy. pita. Yeah. And I was like, man, wraps just rip. They're so good. And um yeah. Caesar wrap, mm. BLT wrap. Oh, I'm a and Caesar wrap slut. I'm a burrito slut. You know, I mean yeah. any like Yeah. Roll all that stuff together. Sushi burrito. some may call a wrap. Mm. Yes, it is. Technically, I if think it's it is. In a tortilla mm-hmm. or something shaped like a tortilla, I think it's just like my favorite way to consume food now. Like, I love a sandwich for sure, mm-hmm. but like, it's such a direct line 
between like just like shove it down my throat you know well it's it's contained (laughs) you don't have to have a plate necessarily but have i ever made a wrap at home no not a damn time in my life never that's not something that's homemade like no one no one can wrap it right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this isn't it's just if this is a treat left like what are you gonna do you're gonna buy a caesar salad and some chicken and then you're gonna wrap it yourself no no one would ever do that no like will you pay 15 dollars for it at a restaurant absolutely yeah with a side of waffle fries crisscross waffle fries yes big time maybe oh would you want to add on a cup of tomato soup for three dollars extra yeah (laughs) yeah does the pope shit in rome (laughs) of course i do (laughs) yeah yeah Anyways, uh, wraps. I love it. I love it. <laughs> what are you throwing out? <laughs> okay, so I'm, you know, I've always can talked about how people need to turn on their goddamn headlights. Here's what it is. Anywhere in the world, if it's 3 p.m. now at this time of, of the year, just turn your headlights on. Just have them on. Yeah. Your day runners are not bright enough. It drives me insane. Turn your lights on, people. But one thing I'm noticing is that a lot of these headlights are getting custom and they're way too bright. They're like... Like board ape yacht club LED lights that are going to make us go blind. Have you ever have you seen this? Like the the headlights are getting too bright. Like they, they make them like custom and off model or off market or whatever. I have seen these. I hate it. And it's- you're like driving, and you're like, "What is this asshole with his brights on?" But I, then it's like, yes, it's. I think it's the brights, and it's not. And it's also a lot of times it's like cars that are a little bit higher off the ground like suvs and trucks trucks yeah and i'm you like know what's you're crazy? already in a fucking truck what do you need to see more for you can already see from your height but whatever i got a car it's a really long story the too long didn't read is i had a car and then my someone in my family uh gave this car to a mechanic friend of theirs to <laughs> fix mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden that car like mysteriously disappeared <laughs> or something and so then i ended up with this new car i don't know if you ever you must have saw this car because we were friends when i had it you remember when i had that like honda civic that was three different colors <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay so. so that car was given to me as a consolation gift because this other car that I had was like gone, gone and no girl? one could explain it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that car gone girled. I, I look, it doesn't matter. It really yeah. sometimes it does. It's, it's not worth getting into what but happened. It's the past. Yeah, it's the past. <laughs> Anyways, so I had this car, Honda Civic that was made up of three other Honda Civics. It was, uh, it was, uh, <laughs> yes it was uh it was maroon and then part of like the bumper was white and the trunk was green and why not with this car let's go ahead and throw on some off-market tinted rear lights and so i got pulled over in this car (laughs) because by the burbank police saying and they gave me a fix-it ticket because of my lights being too dark and to protect and serve (laughs) and the price it was going to cost me to replace these lights was more than the car was like worth blue book (laughs) 
<laughs> and that, so that was difficult for me as a 22 year old sure. to be able to like have like to deal with. And so I think of that car and my fix it ticket whenever I see headlights that bright and mm-hmm. I go, where the hell is the Burbank PD now? Because that's the opposite problem that my car allegedly had. Yes. But that's like so much work. Like you can see my fucking lights. Yeah. Okay. They like you could see them. It was fine. The it was just it's Burbank PD and they had nothing better to do. <sighs> Anyways. Beautiful. I'm sorry. I just like I felt like I needed to explain that like mm. I didn't choose that car, you know? Yeah. Like rather than just come in and be like, Oh, you still have a car that was three different colors and they had off market lights. <laughs> I needed to people to know that I didn't pick that car up myself before I told that Burbank PD. I think I even told the Burbank PD this. Like, this car was not my choice. <laughs> I did not install those lights, and you're going to punish me for them with this $25 fix-it ticket? Oh, yeah. God. Anyways. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. All right. Well, Cass, where can the people find you? Since Don't you want to know what I'm throwing out? <laughs> Oh, sorry. I, yeah, I thought that was, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I could. Sorry, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, yes, what are you throwing away? My upstairs neighbors. No. <laughs> well, look. <laughs> not them. Like, they're nice. But, like, what is up with the vacuuming every day? And, like, what yeah. are we doing yeah. at 3 a.m. in heels? <laughs> Oh, it sounds like, but like, not, not like kind of sexy clicking heels, but like character shoes. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> like the loud boys, the loud, thick boys. Yeah. I mean, when you're Are kill- we playing croquet inside, when you're cleaning that- up bodies, you know, you got to have the right shoes. They're, they were fixing our uh, our patio because the patio upstairs had some illegal tile on it and so there the tile was illegal and like it wasn't it didn't have the proper drainage and so there was all this water oh damage God. and their patio was going to like collapse on us yeah. and so finally the HOA forced them to fix it and while that was getting fixed mm-hmm. it took forever anyways but it's fixed now mm-hmm. and ever since it's been fixed like 15 times a day I'm hearing them come out like the perfect the sliding door open close open close I'm like <laughs> okay one theory is they're playing croquet upstairs and they're mm-hmm. practicing for show choir in their character shoes in the middle of the night and you know they're stabbing people with bags of oatmeal and that's why they're making all this of course, noise yeah but also there is the other possibility that I'm like Someone up there has like some pretty serious like OCD <laughs> or yeah, yeah. maybe there's like some sundowners. I mean, but that's sad when you put it that way, you know, yeah. that's a bummer. And then I'm the bad guy. No, I mean, it, it can still suck just because they happen to possibly be either a serial killer or in a sundowning does not mean <laughs> that you're the asshole for it being annoying. It still can be annoying it's it's just startling yeah. at night <laughs> and it's then it's hard when we record yeah 
it's impacting my life, but I'll never say a word to them no. about it. Now, not never, ever. My neighbors who I, I don't know if I, I've never seen them. I've never seen my upstairs neighbors. Every once in a while, see me in my building and I'm like, are they new? They might've lived here for 30 years. But our neighbors upstairs, they be fucking like at a regular cadence loudly. Like as if, if it's like bowling balls are falling off their bed while they're doing it. It's a steady, steady clip. <laughs> they stick to whoever they are. They be fucking. And uh, we just have to sit there while watching TV and be like, oh, <laughs> neighbors are at it again. Good for them. <laughs> God love them, you know? Oh, God, their relationship's great. We're, we're so proud of them. <laughs> like, what do you say? They stay fucking. It's crazy how consistent and daily it is. I'm proud of them. And, and loud. They just, they don't know. They can't. You know, I'm proud of them. Anyway. God damn it. I hope they I hope they hear me. We're proud of you. Cass, where can the people find you? Oh. Where can you find me? You. You can find me. You can find me at eleven fifty-nine PM on Thanksgiving and line at a Best Buy mm. with a machete ready to buy. <laughs> TVs that I don't need. Perfect. With those door busting sales. <laughs> Where can the people find you? They can find me at Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram and TikTok and yeah, you know, all the other stuff. Iconic Erica on Poshmark. Again, shoot, make me an offer. No, no offers will not be either matched or rebutted. But you can find this podcast. This is the important thing at Trashy Trashy Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Spill, Blue Sky. Our website is TrashyTrashyPodcast.com. You can tell us about your trash or tell us a story you'd like for us to cover. We'll read it all. We can keep you anonymous, whatever you prefer. You can also sign up to support this podcast in your ad-free versions and get our bonus content at Patreon.com slash TrashyTrashyPod. Patreon.com slash TrashyTrashyPodcast. We have tiers starting at $1.99. We have a $5 level. We also have a $200,000 a month level for that. We'll stop doing a public podcast and do a podcast for you specifically and only daily. You get your own private feed. You know, it's it's great. So any if you guys sign up at the $200,000 level, like shoot us a DM too. We'll make sure it's really customizable to you. Use code TRASHY for all discounts. You can email us stories into TRASHYTRASHYPODCAST at gmail.com. And we have a merch store, which is Threadless Runs promotions all the time with or without our our promo code so you can always go to trashy trashy podcast.thelist.com and get you a t-shirt a sweatshirt a mug a baby onesie whatever you need to support the trashy trashy podcast and show your support online you can also share this podcast that's what helps us grow the most giving us a five-star rating entering the podcast if you're on your podcast app there'll be three little dots hit dot 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 share podcast and you can send it to a friend Email it to yourself at work. Listen to it on your work computer. That way we get double listens. I'm just I'm just spitballing here. But all of your support so far, we really do appreciate any shares, any five-star reviews, everyone engaging on social media. Everyone signed up for the Patreon. You guys mean the world to us. You're the reason why we can keep doing this. We thank you so much for being here and listening. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> That's great. Thanks oh, so much. We love you so much. Really, all right. We like it. We, we, we're... Yeah, we like it. We're thankful 
for you. Oh, I am thankful for you, Erica. I'm thankful for you and the listeners and and um, George Santos for being so entertaining. Um, I'm not thankful for that bitch. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Like, they're, like, wrestling with shopping carts in the hallway right now. I swear to God, like I can't explain what else is happening. We have to end this. I'm thankful for Florida man. Anyway, hey Cass. <laughs> What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye-bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Christmas shoes. Christmas shoes. I don't think that's not the tone of the song, but that's how I wish it sounded. What else did they have that you could have gotten instead of nachos, you know? It was just like the same, like, roast beef and potatoes and, like, slab of meat, potatoes, a bad vegetable. I just needed some America. It had been two weeks. I needed some America. Uh-huh. I chose a nacho, and it was a bad mistake. Winston was like, yeah, that'll be great. He was wrong. He was cool with it. Oh, my God. He encouraged it. Anyway, we got to go. 